Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So, listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Get Out There and Get Known podcast. We have today a special show with Dr. Shana Lewis, who I met a few years ago in person before COVID-19 at the Power Networking Conference in Houston. And uh, this young lady was walking around and I noticed her. She had this bright light about her. And I said, hey, how are you? And I was there with the Speakers Magazine booth and George Frazier, Power Networking uh, founder, was uh, is my mentor. And he was on our cover, um, the very first issue. And so I really wanted, was interested in like, what does Shana do? What does Dr. Shana do? And so if you notice, if you're watching this video, you'll see the first picture is with me and Dr. George Frazier at the Power Networking Conference because he's one of the ones that I consider my mentor in terms of really networking. So today I'm really just glad to have Shana on, Dr. Shana on, because she is a person that I've been trying to get for a while. And she is actually out of the... Uh, Texas area as well. And I'll give you a little bit of background. She's a, a licensed professional counselor and she has a bachelor's degree and a master's degree and a PhD uh, in uh, counselor education. She's the owner and the clinical director of Living Well Professional Counseling Services, uh, which is a, in outside of Houston, where she specializes in treating women and adolescent girls. She also has about almost two decades of working with um, in the health care industry and with a variety of populations. She's the founder of Her Voice, a 501c3 organization dedicated to really empowering survivors of domestic violence through mentorship and education. She's also, which is what we're going to talk about today, a sought-after motivational speaker, trainer, leader, and in the quest for intimate partner violence. Um, a leader in the quest for intimate partner violence and other women's issues. So she speaks on that. She's also um, in several pursuits that she's passionate about. Over Her overall desire really is to help people transform their lives. She helps you shift from where you are and where you are destined to be. She's also authored a book called Get Your Life, a 90-day journal, which is based on her work with clients and helping others create visions for their lives while also walking them out daily. Get Your Life, the blueprint, which will guide you to transformation of a lifetime, is available now on Amazon. And she's also been featured on several TV and radio shows, including Great Day Houston, uh, Fox um, 26, The Isaiah Factor, Magic 102.1, 93.7, The Beat, and various others. She is available for keynotes, but more importantly, what we're going to talk about today is about Shana's really journey to the TED Talk. And so with that, I'm going to bring up Dr. Shana. Hey there. <laughs> hello, hello, Pam. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you. So you're outside of Houston area. That's where we met. 
Yes, so many three years ago, maybe yeah, I think three years. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it had to be about three mm -hmm. years ago. Because you know that the whole the last thing, two but, have been virtual. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I think next year we will be in person, so we'll see each other. Yay! Good, good. And uh, so one of the things I want to say is like, did the TED Talk really change your life in terms of getting out there and getting known, or was it just a combination of things? So people want to know. I know it is such uh, the holy grail, the thing that all speakers are dying to get. And granted, I was there because I was like, I want a TED talk, please. Um, it it really has been an amazing journey. I will definitely say that, Pam. Getting to the TED talk um, was a culmination of things for me, actually. You know, because one of the things that we're all taught is you look online and you apply and you see where these TED Talks are being offered and and you send an application. Well, my journey to it was a little bit different, Pam. Ah, OK, I actually because I've been very active, the things you talked about that I speak about women's issues, domestic violence and a lot of different things that I do for women. Um, I'm very vocal on social media about those things. And so one day I am minding my own business. And I get an inbox from a gentleman that says, hey, Dr. Shayna, I see that you do a lot of work with women and I love what you do. And I'm curious, have you ever thought about doing a TEDx talk? And I'm like, hmm. say what? <laughs> oh, yeah. And where was the inbox? Was it inbox? Facebook, Twitter? It was LinkedIn? a Facebook inbox. A Facebook? Oh, my God. I never really checked my Facebook inboxes. You may need to start checking them, Pam, because you don't know who's there. <laughs> Right. And so when I got this inbox, I didn't know who the gentleman was at all. But come to find out, he was the organizer of the TED Talk. Uh -huh. He was the organizer. And so he was not only looking for people who were applying, but he was also searching, looking on social media to find folks who he thought would be um, good fit to apply to be on the platform. And so I made the application, was accepted, and it was precisely because I had been doing my work prior to that moment. And that's the thing I want people to hear. It's, you know, sometimes we think we just show up. You don't just arrive at a place. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There is a journey that you have to go through and you have to be um, consistent in that space of showing up, right? If yes. you are a speaker, speakers speak. And we should know that about you. We should see you, hear you. Um, people think, well, I don't have a platform. Social media is the greatest speaker's platform that there is. Yes, that is. I want you to say that again, because how you show up on social media is the only thing that they're going to know about you because they haven't met you in person yet. Yep. And yep. Social media is the greatest platform to speak. And so you have one at your fingertip. We're on it right now. I'm speaking right now. This is a speaker's platform because I'm speaking. Mm -hmm, and we, mm -hmm. we don't want to miss that. And so if you're not consistent and you're not showing up in your authentic space, as far as what your expertise is, then no one's going to know. That is no that one's going to know. And so when he when th that's really important about your digital footprint. So yep. were you doing consistent um, Facebook posts? Were you doing um, YouTubes? What, what was your, what was, I guess you would say the recipe, so to speak? Yeah. So for me, because I have a nonprofit, um, we, I, I'm huge around domestic violence. And so I am a face, I go Facebook live often. Um, I'm posting about these issues and things as well. When I speak, 
I am putting snippets of my talks on social media so that they can be found. It's not for nothing. This is mm -hmm. strategy. So people can see like, oh, that was interesting. It may be like, you know, two or three minutes. You don't need to hear the whole thing, but enough mm -hmm. for you to know that I speak and to be curious to go clicking around to find the rest of me. Um, and then you have to be discoverable past that point. There has to be another space people can go to to find you. I have a speaker website. I have um, several different websites for various reasons, but they ha I have a YouTube channel as well that has a lot of my different talks on it. So you have to be visible. So for me, it was posting. It was Facebook lives. It was IG lives. Ah. Um, it was talking and being authentic around your message. Right. So my message is about women. And so you may hear me speak about women in various capacities, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's mental health, whether it's overall wellness, because that's a really great um, space of mine now is women in wellness um, overall. Yes. But it's all about women. So when you think of Dr. Shane, if you ask anybody, they're going to tell you, who does she serve? She serves women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She serves women and she does it in these ways because I'm very consistent about showing up that way, serving women consistently. You won't hear me talking about serving families. You won't hear me talking about serving men. There is no confusion there. That is very mm -hmm. important. And so he Clearly. said, because he saw all of those things, he wanted me to talk about domestic violence. That's what he wanted me, my talk to be around because he knew mm -hmm. that's what I did. So that's important, that. Pam. Critically I important. Show I up. love that. So one of the main things that I hear you saying is one is clarity is key. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is really knowing who you are, who you serve, what kind of transformation you're bringing, which yep. is what you did. Mm -hmm. But you also said the authenticity, which mm -hmm. is really when we met in person, I felt your energy and very mm -hmm. authentic because you're very purposeful about mm -hmm. what, you, what you do. Mm -hmm. And so you, you didn't you weren't afraid to show up on the live on IG, on Facebook or mm -hmm. wherever it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're live right now. Mm -hmm. And so those are some of the things where people have to do that more so that whoever you are is you're going to attract. And so you yep. were attracting, um, but nuns to you, right? Mm -hmm. The the TEDx uh, mm -hmm. organizer, right? Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. filled out the application. The application is stringent. They ask you for a whole lot of information. Mm -hmm. You got to go through an interview. Mm -hmm. They have to sit and wait and decide and that. Mm -hmm. and, but but you were picked. Yeah. And then and then you still even like you said, when you give speeches, you put snippets of it like mm -hmm. Pasco, like you're sampling little mm -hmm. bits of your mm -hmm. uh, speech out so that people can see like, OK, mm -hmm. were there particular like hashtags that you used all the time because you're in the mental health um, professional space? And did you did you use that a lot or it was just more or less like organic? It was more organic. And so I, I've, I've recently gotten into the hashtag world and the ones you need to use and doing the research around that and yes. hiring social media people to do all that kind of stuff because I don't have time that's to do all that stuff. Yes. Let me just that, say that. That's a whole other job. Let me tell you, it really is. <laughs> I stay in my lane, Pam. I do what I do best. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. Listen, I'm a publicist. And really, the social media is a whole nother job. So yeah. I have someone that does that for me as well. I can't get into in the graphics. I can't get into all of the editing. I mean, that is just something else. So one of the things that you want to tell people, too, is that, yeah, you were consistent, but you also had a team to build yes. that out and to help you with yes. it so that you could stay consistent. Because yes. what I hate is seeing someone who's on Twitter, they tweeted once in May. 
and then they come back and tweet again in August, and then they don't tweet again. And really, the media is on Twitter a lot, and so you want yes. to make sure that you're showing mm -hmm. up on 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 your media as well. Absolutely, I think too people need to be clear about where is your audience playing, right? You mm -hmm. want to be where they're playing. If your demographic is showing up, you know, they say Facebook is for old people. Well, I mean, I don't think it's for old people. I think it's for people who really like to get to know you and engage because we're going to say yes. more things on Facebook than we do on IG. It's very short. Yes. Twitter is very short. LinkedIn is more professional. So it just depends on where your audience is, where you show up consistently. Because what happens, Pam, and I felt it too, that overwhelm of having to be everywhere all at the same time. TikTok. <laughs> oh, let's not forget about that. We got TikTok. It's like, okay, let me get my dance moves together. I would do TikTok oh, just, just to, just to be silly. That's almost like a, a, uh, a pressure relief or just it like to is. be silly. It, it's it's some people make money from it, they but do. for me, for my audience, it's just really for me to just release, just yes. be crazy. But, but yeah, it is. You have to find out where your audience is. And yep. so one of the things that um, you did the TEDx talk yep. um, that was in TEDx in Houston or was it in yes. another city? So TEDx it was in Houston. Houston and that was last November. So I guess it's almost, no, it's been exactly a year because it was November, I think the 16th. Today's so the 16th. Was it virtual? Um, no. Okay. So it was, a com it was virtual, but we were in person when we shot it. Okay. So okay. we were in person shooting it. The audience was just the other speakers. And it was streamed to um, in a virtual world, um, which was really interesting. We had Q and A afterwards, so it was a little different vibe because mm -hmm. normally you don't usually get to talk to the speakers, but we did get to do Q and A with the virtual audience. It was a great experience. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I learned a lot. You know, the growth because a TEDx talk is not the same as every other talk. Right. They, not they have their own style. Mm -hmm. it, it is very different. It is it is it, it the way you approach it. Like there's a whole because when you do a TEDx talk, you, there is training that you have to go through before you actually um, write the speech, complete the speech and even wow. give it. Right. So they teach you this. It, it's a different talk. It is not. It's not just it, showing up on the red circle. No, it is not just saying I'm going to give a speech I've given before because you're not. The way you deliver it is different. There's different kinds of TEDx talks. There's a lot, right? And we, we only see what we see as an outcome. You don't know what went behind it to, to produce the thing you saw. But it is definitely a different talk. I enjoyed it. It was an awesome experience. Wow. So that was like what they call a hybrid event where it yes. was some virtual, some streaming, yes. Q&A. Yes. Uh, do you know what platform you all were using? Did it was Airtable. I heard of something like that. So yeah, yeah. It, since the pandemic, so many different online platforms, hop yeah. in, stream yard, yeah. this and that. It's There's just like, lot. really, if you're not involved in like being quote unquote, I'm not a techie, I'm not computer savvy, you will be pretty soon because you not, you're going to be left out. You're going to be left behind. You're going to be left behind. You got to get online and figure all this stuff out. Yep. I mean, that's really the whole point because even like seniors, you know, mm -hmm. they can't go to the doctor. They have to figure mm -hmm. out how to do virtual um, mm -hmm. things like that. Is that what mm -hmm. you had to do during the pandemic? Were you meeting with people virtually? Yes. Hey, I'm that. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> That's that's a whole nother vibe. That's a whole nother beast. And and it's interesting because I was doing teletherapy minimally. Yeah, teletherapy. 
before that, right? But of course, the pandemic, everybody went 100% telehealth. And the level of intensity of virtual work, I don't think any of us as clinicians were prepared. Because even if we did it a little bit, it was very different when it was 100% of what you did. Um, it requires more energy. It requires more effort, more focus. Because when you're behind a screen, you miss some of the cues you get when you're in a room with a person. Ah. So I have to pay 10 times more attention to make sure I'm attending to what's being said and not said, what movements are happening. Oh, it was it was a level of stress that I, I just I don't think I was prepared. I did not know there was no precursor. There was no evidence to show us this. We had mm -hmm. no clue. And we were in the pandemic ourselves, right? So not only were we in the space of helping others, but we need some help too. The clinicians need help because we're also in the pandemic. So yeah, wow. it was an interesting time to say the least. That is, that's one of the things that I just really appreciate about you. You're very authentic, always mm -hmm. have been. So you were saying even the clinicians need help during that time as well. You, you <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, okay, my world is turned upside down. Yep. Um, I, you know, whether you're parenting or you have, uh, you're trying to be a caregiver or you're doing both at the same time yep. and you have family who, I mean, so that whole piece right there. Mm -hmm. So you think you'll do another TED talk maybe around that. That's a whole nother piece right there because mm -hmm. you have your bachelor's, your master's and your PhD in counseling. Mm -hmm. And so none of that prepared you for the mm -hmm. pandemic, right? Like, no, that's, that's like the, 17 mm -hmm. TED Talks right there, Pam. <laughs> 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 There's a bunch of talks in that. Let me tell you. There's a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, the, the person that organized the, um, the TEDx talk in Houston, they were uh, a person that put it all together. Yes. A person, what people don't realize that you can apply for a TEDx license, I guess you would say, and do mm -hmm. your own TEDx. So, yeah. so TEDx yeah. for women or TEDx for uh -huh. whatever, whatever. Uh -huh. Do you see that as part of maybe something that'll be a part of extension of your brand, maybe to do it for clinicians or something like that? I don't you know. know. That's an interesting thought. I had thought about that years ago when I was on the quest of wanting to do one myself. And I did look into it I'm like, this is really cool. What does it take? And it's not a simple process. So mind you, TEDx, well, TED really is very stringent. Like there are very strict guidelines because there's, you know, you got to uphold the name and there's mm -hmm. a lot you have to do. But absolutely, I, I, I love the platform. I love the big ideas. You know, so much so, Pam, that my daughter did a TEDx talk in July, what? actually. She's oh my God. 12 and she did a TEDx talk. Are so, you serious? I'm a fan. Okay. Fan. Okay. Well, you have to tell me. She, we could have had her on here too. Yes. How did she do a TEDx talk? Pam. So the same organizer that mm -hmm. reached out to me and I was on. So when I went, I take her everywhere with me, right? And so she I is a that. she is an a, um, a thespian in the sense that she's an actress. She's you know in broadcast journal. So she's you know in the space that she speaks and things like that. So anyway, she was with me when I went to do the run through of the of the show and. And so he met her and she stood on the red carpet and everything. And, you know, I took pictures like, I said, well, one day, baby, you'll be doing a TED Talk. I'm like, what? Like, okay. Not knowing that the next year in July of this year, they were having the TEDx Youth, which mm -hmm. is coming. And so I applied for her for the TEDx Youth. She got accepted. The youngest that got accepted. Um, yeah, and their talks yeah. just got released. So her talk is now available on YouTube, on TED's. Um, platform. 
And hers is all about anxiety. So her anxiety, her experience of anxiety, it is brilliant. And she wrote every word of it. I oh, did. my God. Um, yeah, I love so it. I that is, that's a proud moment right there. That yeah. is really a proud mommy moment. I mean, when you say you just did a TEDx and then your daughter who is like preteen. Well, now yes. she's, now, she's preteen. She's 12. She's a preteen and yeah. doing it. That yeah. is so good. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, that is powerful. And it's one of those platforms where it is uh it it's across every um uh, race, yep. gender. I mean, people yep. watch it. I mean, I, I it's just like you know, you know, you can always watch something inspiring. So mm -hmm. a lot of times during the pandemic, people are watching a lot of Netflix. Mm -hmm. I just watch a lot of TED Talks because yeah. I think it's just really interesting. I can learn a lot. You learned and a lot. I like really just mm -hmm. the positivity of them as well. Indeed, I agree. I yes. Agree. So one of the things I want to ask you, and we kind of wrap up here, mm -hmm. the um, in terms of your your media that you have had, mm -hmm. you've been on Good Day Houston, mm -hmm. which is not easy to get on. Mm -hmm. So kind of give us a little bit of journey of that. And mm -hmm. what was it? Was it during like, um, were you pitched like using mm -hmm. media? Was it during mm -hmm. like um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month? Mm -hmm. um, and they knew to contact you, which is why you have your social media and everything mm -hmm. on point and your websites. Mm -hmm. um, and, or uh, the radio stations as well. So kind of give us a little bit of the background of, and have you done any print? Was it some print things? That you yeah, I, they may okay. not have been on what you read, but yes, I've been in print as print magazines as well too. Blackdoctor.org, um, CW, Fox, um, NBC. I've been on lots of different stations, radio stations as well too. And it really was for me, I'm, I'm one that when I decided that I, I had a message and I wanted to share it with the greater audience for Great Day Houston, I literally just went to her show as an audience member. Ah, I and, love it. I love literally it. After the show, I walked up and said, hey, Deb, I can call her Deb. I call her Deb now because now we, we we cool. We people now. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, Deborah, what would it take to become a guest on your show? I literally just asked. And then she told me. She asked me, what did I do? And I told her, she says, yeah, I use counselors all of the time. So here's the email, send it to the producer. So since then, I mean, I have been a regular on her show for years. Um, I've been on other local, Houston Life is another local show that I'm on often as well too. But the thing is, I also do pitch myself. So I've been to some other shows through pitching because I've learned from my media coaches over the years what to do. Um, TJ is one of my is my media coach. And so she's taught us how to pitch because mm -hmm. you if you have a message, no one's going to know if you don't tell them. Right. Exactly. And media is looking for stories. They're looking for good. That's their job. It's their job. So don't be afraid <laughs> to share what you're doing. But I do Pam, what you said is true. I do work to pitch around things that are newsworthy, that are happening, yes. that are connected to what I'm doing. So Domestic Violence Awareness Month, absolutely, I'm pitching around that, mm -hmm. um, whether it's, um, you know, uh, Women's History Month, because women is my jam, March. I'm pitching mm -hmm. around that. I pitch around things that make sense. Beginning of the year, getting people ready for a new year, getting your mind right. I pitched a ton around the pandemic because that was yes. such a mental health crisis we all were in. Yes. And, yes. Um, so it is important to pitch yourself. And now I'm really big about wellness and helping women fill their cups so that they can serve from their overflow. Because mm -hmm. so many of us are walking around here on E with no energy, trying to get the stop. We need to stop sacrificing ourselves for success. And that's mm -hmm. the thing that I'm really working to share in a greater platform with women, um, you know, abroad. But pitching yourself works. You just I gotta love do that. It. 
Don't and I, the same thing that you did with television, you can also do that with radio. You yes. can call into a radio show. I don't care if it's if it's all things considered yep. or whatever the radio station is, call in on yep. a regular basis, add value yep. to, to that station. And then from time to time, the producer will say, you're always calling in adding value. Mm -hmm. I love that, Dr. Shana. Why don't we, why don't you just come in for a segment? Exactly. And the next thing you know, you've got your own segment every single Thursday. You know, what it has yeah. happened. It's happened for my clients and they really don't believe me. So I'm so glad that you said that because yeah. sometimes just show up. Yep. And being bold enough to ask because yeah. it is their it is their job. They're looking for good stories. They're not there to make you famous, but you do have the credentials. You've got the yeah. experience. Yep. You you have the knowledge. You know it would be helpful to their audience. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a yes, 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 and yes. Yep. The no would be like, okay, you have no social proof, mm -hmm. you you don't have the credentials, your social media and website are jacked up, mm -hmm. uh, you can't speak well. Yep. Um, there's there's things that will just be automatic no, no, but if you've done through the gone through the training and things like that, that's one of the main things that people will know that okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're now ready. You know, I would say, you know, ready, set, go speak. Mm -hmm. And there are different phases of it. The ready phase is really getting what you said, your social media on point and consistent, mm -hmm. being authentic, just really knowing what your message is, what your, what your heart is. You're really clear on who you serve, what you, you know, what transformation you bring. So that's, that's good. And then the set phases, I think that's where people get out of sequence. That's when they mm -hmm. say, I'll just go do the photo shoot and I'll throw up a website. Well, how are you going to throw up a website? You don't even know you talking to okay. right get that part first mm -hmm. yeah and, and you know it's like well, i'm gonna put together the press kit you have no press how are you gonna get the, you know so that mm -hmm. so then i say ready set go it's like now you're pitching and mm -hmm. i think that you're really good at that because you mm -hmm. kind of you know you went through the, all the sequence of it you know yeah. who it is you're serving mm -hmm. what it is that you're bringing so it's it's easy for you to to pitch yeah. sometimes people will say no but that's like yeah. with anything, but you just, yep. just say, okay, what's next? And exactly. then speak like you're speaking on. I love the fact too, because you didn't notice you said this. You said years earlier, I had kind of looked and researched some things about TEDx mm -hmm. talks and I wanted mm -hmm. to do one. Mm -hmm. And it came at a time where it's like out of the blue, a Facebook message. Yep. And that was really intentional from a standpoint of energetically, you were kind of putting that out there. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think I may want to do this. This is mm -hmm. something I want to have. Mm -hmm. It was already like in you. And mm -hmm. then it happened. And the mm -hmm. same thing when you had your daughter stand on the little red mm -hmm. dot, right? Yep. You said, yep. one day you're going to do that. And it just happened. And so mm -hmm. it's it's some of those things where you have to visualize it. And you visualize yeah. it and you do the work and do the research behind it, connect with the right people, yeah. um, show up. One yeah. of the things, too, I always tell people a lot of times is that you have to show up to go up. So just showing up at Power Networking Conference is how we mm -hmm. met. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I remember when I met um, TJ, she was um, I was at the National Publicity Summit. I was one of mm -hmm. the media coaches there. Mm -hmm. And TJ walked through. She was mm -hmm. just turning 40 because she wrote a book called 40 Days to Turning 40. Uh -huh. And I remember her because she walked through and she was branded down. Mm -hmm. She was the only one. She had on a green. The book was green. Everything. Her mm -hmm. glasses were green. I mean, yep, just like yep. branded down. <laughs> and I was like, who is this lady? And I had yes. her on my podcast at that time yes. years ago. But I just remember that she just showed up. And we've been friends ever since. Awesome. And I always tell people that your, your courage, your tenacity, your consistency mm -hmm. is really what 
speakers need to know in order to get out there and get known. And you still run a business, right? But you're still doing the other part. How so, many businesses pay? Right, right. You're still doing Dr. Shane and D. Lewis.com. Yes. And you have other stuff as well. But in your mom. So, you know, yes. there's things that we have to do, but you put it in priority. You run it like yes. a business, every yes. part of it. Yes. And you're showing women how to really do it with wellness. Yes. With wellness, how to really, yes. it's kind of like the last interview I did is you do grace over grind, right? You do it with mm. grace, not the grinding. Because the grinding means you grind something down. and Listen, and it's toe up from the flow up. No, <laughs> right. I'm not doing right. that. I'm not going to no. sacrifice myself for success. I'm going to mm. show up in my success so I can enjoy it. Yes. That's <laughs> not the key. having killed that's myself the trying to get it. No, no, that is so good. I love that. So, Dr. Shana, um, I'm just so glad that you came today sharing your nuggets of wisdom, yeah. sharing the real deal of what's mm-hmm. required, right, mm-hmm. on all these different things and wonderful things, but just really giving us a little bit of background of how. You you said you have a speaker website. You have different mm-hmm. one for your your um, clients and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you put together a speaker website mm-hmm. because you want to speak. Did you yeah, have the speaker? Did you have the speaker website first, or did you get the speaking first? Which one came first? So I got the speaking website secondary because I wanted because I didn't know I needed one until I was coached to understand exactly what I needed to have. And that's the mm-hmm. thing: most folks don't know what they don't know. Yeah, because you know what you you know your lane of what you do. Yes, yes, that's Mm -hmm. what you do know, but you don't know how to package that very well, which is why I teach. I tell everybody get a coach who Mm -hmm. can teach you how to package Mm -hmm. your brilliance so that you Mm -hmm. can then take it to the world. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is that is so important. That is so important. That's really smart. I mean, I even have a coach, you know, for things. Everybody need a coach. That's what I think. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you can learn the hard way. By mm. mistakes, or you can get a coach. So I got to get a coach because I don't I'd like to get a coach. Home. I'm a state coach, though. Like, because <laughs> when you get to this level, you need a coach for the next level. I mean, that is the thing that where we are. We're not really taught that, though. I wasn't taught that, Pam. I had to learn that along mm. the way. So that for me, if there's any other message I can give to someone out here who is on this journey of wanting to speak or wanting to, um, you know, get into media or wanting to have, they have a message that they want to tell, get a coach. Don't do this by yourself. Right. And, and if you do it alone, it's going to be so much more difficult. You're going to struggle. You're going to be frustrated when you have a coach who's already been there and they have a framework for you to work in. Like, I love your ready, set, go speak. Like that's a framework. You can work it's and short learn to learn it first. Yes. yes, and it it's makes you go there faster. So don't yeah. be afraid to invest in yourself. That's the message. Because we get scared when folks talk about investing in invest in yourself so that you mm-hmm. can move to your next level. That's how you level up. I didn't get where I am by sitting on my own hands and doing it by myself. I invest, <laughs> I've invested well in myself. Yes, this is um, Les Brown. So Les Brown will even tell you, he was on the cover of one of our magazines. So Les and George are, are good friends. You know that mm-hmm. George Fraser are really good friends. But he talks on, in this particular one, why every speaker should have a sizzle reel. And mm-hmm. so this is on the cover of one of these, like, what's a sizzle reel? I says, well, I speak. And this is, I was like, no, it's actually just like a compilation of maybe oh. some interviews that you've done yes. and speaking and things like that. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's going to cost a lot of money. I was like, well, you're not ready. 
you, the professional, if you want to be where this person is, you're going to have a speaker reel or you're going to be where this person is. You got to have a speaker. I mean, that's yes. like one of the, the basics. And so yep. I was like, ooh. So yep. some people, what I like about you, Shana, is that Dr. Shana, is that you have a vision for what you want. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid to go and go after it and get mm -hmm. the coaching that that's required. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's not like I have a dream to do a TEDx. Mm -hmm. You had a dream to do it, but you also did the work, did the research, yep. and then actually fill out the application and yep. all of your body of work led up to you actually yep. getting it. Yep. And the same thing with your daughter. She's mm -hmm. only 12. Yeah. And so she visualized it yeah. and she had the gift, you know, she had yeah. the gift. And so she actually did yeah. it as well. So I'm yeah. just excited. I'm excited. Yeah. So I can't wait till you organize your I know that would be fun. Like that, that would be, be that would be a wonderful dream. Mm -hmm. Make sure you call on me to help you with the PR for that because that's yes. something that I love to do and promote. Yes. So that yes. would be really, really fun. And I come to the Texas area, Dallas, between Dallas and Houston a lot. So that's oh, not good, Pam. That's yes. so good yes. to know. Absolutely. Yes. But we are connected. So it definitely yes. will. Well, thank you so much. I want everyone to go to drshanadlewis.com, find out more information about her. If you really need a um, a person that will talk on the subjects of women, women in wellness, um, even domestic violence awareness and things like that, that is a person where you know that she's an expert in and she can really help you in that area. Yeah. So with that, Dr. Shana, thank you so much. This has been really, really good. This has been thank really good. Thank you so much. And tell your daughter, congratulations. I'm going to go on YouTube and look at her talk. Yes. <laughs> Nia All right. Lewis. Look her up. <laughs> what is it? What's her first name? Nia Khalees Lewis. That is what Nia it's Lewis. under Nia Lewis. But yeah, Nia, Nia Lewis. Lewis. Okay. I'm going to go look it up now. All righty. Thank you okay. so much. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.